Judah and Matthew are dumpster people, and they occasionally use foul and inappropriate language. Listen at your own risk. Welcome to Brother Date, non-tracks edition. I'm Matthew. I'm Judah. This is also a mailbag edition. Mailbag! It is. Uh, we should get a mailbag drop. We should make one. Uh, mailbag! By Brother Date. Uh, that was it right there, buddy. Alright, we'll cut, we'll cut that out. <laughs> I'll cut that out and make it a drop. I hope I didn't talk over it. <laughs> mailbag! Okay, Something good. Like that, that one was clean. Oh, no, you were laughing at the end, and I talked over your laughter. Okay, I'll we'll do one more. Hold on. Ready? Mailbag. Oh, no, I didn't do it good. All right, whatever. Uh, we'll, we'll work figure, with what we've got. We'll, we'll figure it out. <clears throat> if not, I'll just record myself saying mailbag and then add five octaves and make it a robot voice like I, uh, that is you know, my one trick. It's the easiest way to make a drop. <laughs> yep. Uh, last week's mailbag was extremely light. Well, we have um, some mails this week. Okay, good. Uh, on October 30th, uh, ben wrote in to ask, at Brother Date, how old is Sulu by Chakotay's Academy days? This is, okay, so, yeah. 15-year-old Chakotay is like, oh, I got a recommendation from Captain Sulu, and I didn't know which Sulu that was supposed to be. Yeah, That me could either. not have been Hikaru, right? No, no. He'd be a because, thousand. how old do you think Chakotay is supposed to be in Voyager? 40? I don't know. Yeah. Like, thereabouts? Seems right. But, I mean, it seems right to me. Maybe less. He was... His, and well, first of all, it's not clear if he's a commander or a lieutenant commander. His oh, rank insignia when he suggests did a that he's a lieutenant commander. When he did a betrayal or now? Okay. Now. Okay. I don't know what he was. Didn't he do a betrayal? Right. Was it at the academy or was he already an officer? Anyway, is he only? if he's only... Do we know how far he is into his goddamn career? That's my question. I don't know. Anyway, the thing about Sulu is he... Uh, how old do you think he was in the series as compared to McCoy? 15 years younger? God, at least McCoy is ancient. Right, so some, something like that. Mm-hmm. So he would be 128 or 129, somewhere in there. Like, that's definitely would be my guess if he was still alive. Mm-hmm. But we know he has an adult daughter in the yes. in Generations. She's a helmsman, just like him. In Starfleet? Yeah. She probably would also be too old. So it, it's either Sulu's... Grandchild or great grandchild, if they're related at all. Exactly correct. Yeah, I think they want us to feel that way. Yeah, it would be pretty crazy if he was a hundred twenty-eight year old captain giving out uh, recommendations for for cadets to some, especially to some weird kid out on the fringe, right, in the middle of nowhere, or whatever. Also, Captain Sulu has to be someone that on whatever weird planet this tribe lives on, mm-hmm. presumably in the, um, you know, near Bajor. I, I don't know yeah. if they have a name for that area. Uh, the demilitarized zone? Yeah, in the, in the de- demilitarized zone. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, be weird if Captain Sulu was stationed on that planet, because it seems like uh, 15-year-old Chakotay has access to whichever Captain Sulu it is. Yeah. 
So. I, I wish they had just hadn't said that. I feel yeah, like I also said wish that. they just hadn't said that. Like so many things about that episode, Matthew. <laughs> I wish or they the, just hadn't said or done any of it. Or the whole series, really, I mean. So, I mean, so far. A lot of complaints. It's, this is, you know how I have said 15 times that Deep Space Nine goes off the rails 15 minutes into the episode when the wormhole's discovered? Yeah. Uh, Voyager didn't go off the rails for a couple of episodes, but it's completely off now. Yeah, I don't know. No rails. They don't seem to know how to get back on the rails. Like, it's just This show is just not at all about going home. No, it's not. It's just like, what if we just did some F-grade Next Generation episodes that just happen to be in the Delta Quadrant so we can't even use any of the goodwill we've built up to the Klingons and Romulans and so on? Right. Do you think this was still in the end of the no serialization? I mean, the no um, no continuity era? Yeah, I presume so. This is this would be about third season Deep Space Nine, though, so, or fourth season now, so... Deep Space Nine was going to get into that. We, we already did the three-part DS9 arc that was before Voyager even started. Because I, I just wonder if they were like, oh, if they're just going home every week, that's not that's nothing for syndication or whatever. Like, we need to make sure they're self-contained episodes. Blah. I'm sure that they still got that kind of pressure from the studio. Because this definitely still predated the sort of binge-watching that, I again, I've said I think came in first with DVD box sets when those... Mm-hmm. Because there was a thing that happened with DVDs, too, where they were cheap. Yeah. And this was, like, you could buy one episode, uh, so you could buy one uh, VHS tape of two Next Generation episodes, because that's all that would be on it. Yep. And it would be $80. <laughs> it used to be that buying a commercial VHS was insane. Yeah. So I hope you like Best of Both Worlds, because it's the only episode you can afford to have. That's right. You have to save up for a while, and then maybe you can get, like, redem- You'd get there redemption. and be like... Because they wouldn't even be sequential. So you'd get you'd go to... You, you could go to the store and be like, oh, fuck, they only have one left, and it's Data's Day and Measure of a Man. <laughs> just really? This is not going to work just, for oh, This is a God. Data 2-pack? No, thank you. Well, I guess I can watch Joe Piscopo, but... <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> That's the outrageous Okada, and you know it. I know. Okay. Um... um yeah, a Data 2-pack you would not want to buy. Don't right. buy that. So, yeah. So, like, you could own a box set of a TV show on DVD, because they should be 20 bucks, and then you could binge watch it. Yeah. So I think that that, and then, of course, Netflix and other on-demand forms of viewing broke that no uh, continuity rule. Yeah. I was going to say about box sets, you could even watch the Super Mario Brothers Super Show. Except you never could. No one would let you. Society wouldn't let you. Society <laughs> would let you down. And you would never be able to watch the Super Mario Brothers Super Show. Isn't that just on Netflix now? I have no idea. I've... Do you think that could have possibly ever made it on the Netflix? The Super Mario Brothers Super Show? Well, hang on. I mean, holy shit. If that's on there, then I can stop complaining finally. Super Mario Bros. Your Don't worry, copy... I'll have plenty of other things to complain about. I can... Was your copy stolen off yeah. of your doorstep or lost in ship or lost in your move? Un- well, it wasn't lost in the move. It was shipped to me and I never received the shipment. So whether they just didn't deliver it or it was stolen, I I will never know. It was... You, you, I sent it... You gave it to me while I was home for Christmas break or something. I packed it in a box to get sent back with a bunch of other Christmas stuff that I'd gotten. And that box never made it. Never made it back to Boston. <clears throat> Thanks, mail. <laughs> Boy, Netflix knows what all the episodes are, but I, I'm not signed in. I can't. Oh, I should open the Netflix app. Wait a minute. What am I doing? Netflix knows what the episodes are? 
Yeah, yeah. Then it's it must got be a on full, the full listing for the Super Mario Brothers Super Show. I don't know. It might be that you could still get it on the DVD. Oh, yeah. The, yeah, that's right. Forgot that even still exists. Super Mario Brothers Super Show. Streaming? One season. Well, that's, I mean, that's fair. Streaming? Yeah, you know, I'm on the streaming app right now. Oh, what? Uh, Yeah, oh, there are 52 episodes. Then so. I can stop complaining. I like that. That's good. That's what you can watch when you exhaust whatever you're watching now. I'll never exhaust it because it's running, man. I'll never exhaust it. Yeah, they they make one every week. So I'll never it's catch tough. up. Um, <clears throat> yeah, it is available though. All right, good. Uh, on October thirtieth, Ryan uh, wrote at brother date. I do enjoy Wendy's chili, so he's the one person that eats it. <sighs> it can't be good, right? I don't even know if I've it's, ever had it, but it can't be good. I I don't think I've ever eaten it. It must be like watery. And they don't ass. even put it on their hamburgers, so I don't know. But like, watery it's got to be basically. It's got to be Wiener Schnitzel chili, right? Yeah, you can't. It's got to be topping chili. Yeah, that's topping chili. That's not eating chili. I have had the chili at Chili's, and it's good. Oh, well, that's good. That's not why they named it that, but that's cool. It is they not, do but it. they do make a chili that's decent. Oh, I used to get chili at um, Longhorn Steakhouse. I've never been to one. That was decent. God, I think there's one in Sunnyvale, but I've never been there. It's a long fucking time ago. Back in Boston. But he asks, will anything beat jalapeno poppers as a fast food side? Well, I don't love burning my mouth. <laughs> it's a good recipe. It's uh... There's only two kinds of jalapeno poppers. Uh, still frozen inside. <laughs> That's right, yep. Or it's lava. Yeah. Yeah, I guess you're supposed to, like, poke the lava ones first, like, po- pierce them with something, and wait for all that steam to come shooting out, and then you just gotta wait. You just gotta well, wait it out. Well, it's not a popper, then, is it? No. If uh, you can't pop it in your mouth, then what you've got is a tiny, shitty chili relleno. Yeah. I think that's what they are. I don't well, think sure. They're, I don't think they're true poppers, because, like you said, there's always a temperature problem. Yeah. But, um, burning aside, I, I enjoy them. Yeah, no, hot your popper is real tasty. Mm-hmm. Like a hot pocket, but tastier. Oh yeah, definitely. Burning. There potential. aren't any hot pockets. Oh god, Matt, what's up with the cheese in hot pockets? You mean like what is it? What is the cheese sauce <laughs> in the ham and cheese hot pocket specifically? I think, I think that's one of those questions you're not supposed to ask. Because it's not even macaroni and cheese cheese sauce. You know some of the questions about Star Trek we're not supposed to ask because the right. whole show will unravel. That's one of those questions about life that will make life unravel. What is the cheese if you in a ham ask, and cheese hot pocket? Yeah, what's the cheese in a hot pocket? That you're not supposed to ask that, because no one has a good explanation. You're gonna have to do so much more work than the writers of this planet did. Yeah, that's true. <clears throat> um, forty-two minutes ago, wow. Ryan wrote in at brother date. Fresh. I'm ready for an animated music video for your theme song. Well, that's a lot of work. Boy, I don't. <sighs> and I don't know. I'm not an artist. Like, um, like the guy from. From Parks and Rec, I've spent two weeks working on a stop motion animation, and it's about three <laughs> seconds long. It's so. six seconds of an REM song. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> it's one of my favorite bits from that show. He's so devastated. He thinks how, he's done such he, a how good can job. That, how can that be it? How can that be everything? <laughs> he spent two weeks on it. Uh, so yeah, stop motion animation is probably not the way to go. Um, yeah. yeah, I don't know how to animate anything. Like, I, yeah. I just don't know how to do it. I'm sure, I'm sure given enough time I could figure it out, but like, woof. I mean, in order to get that 
done. We just have to farm that out. I don't even have video editing software. That'd have to be the first thing I had to do. I mean, I think we should just farm it out if we're going to do it. Yeah, but... We got the who, money for it. We're making a lot but of a this. Tu, but a two a huma. We're, we're making a lot of money on this. We can afford it. This is a revenue generator for sure. It is yeah. not a waste of all the hours of my life. Also, I don't feel like... Uh, well, I don't know. Now I'm imagining a scene where... Uh, first there's an animated Kim Jong-un, mm-hmm. and then there's an animated Sandusky, and then they high-five each other. See what I'm saying? This could be good. It could and be all right. Five turns into our logo somehow. Ooh, that's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, can we have Captain Lou in there since we've been talking about him just in oh, the background? Yeah, ev- everybody now. He's definitely going to be doing the Mario. That's the only dance he ever. Which learned. is a kind of stomping dance. It's like a, a staggering stomp. Yeah, I would say like you're. Well, he staggers not, at the end of it real good. He's not quite sure. Where, it's on Netflix, Matt. Where the floor is? I'll watch it. I'm gonna watch. I bet. Him. I bet you won't. I bet it'll be like. There was a time when Katie was like. He-Man's on here. Oh boy. You want to watch He-Man? He-Man's said, hard to watch. He-Man is bad. So it's going to be bad. And we didn't make it through a whole episode. It was... Marjan it was, and it's I extreme. tried to watch one. I don't know. We tried to watch them. I don't know how many we got through. But Prince Adam? Is that his name? Prince uh-huh. is just so intolerable. Yeah, he's, he's such bad. a whiny little fuck. Even his cat sucks. His cat sucks even harder. I want them both killed. Yeah. It's like... Um, oh man, I guess, I, what if we watched those Disney Channel Zoros and it'd be like, don't. the pussy version? Don't do it. Pussy but Don Diego? Those were, um, those, oh, like, yes, he is a pussy when he's Don Diego, but we know he's holding back on purpose, he's not just a pussy. Yeah, whereas there is magic involved with He-Man, so yeah. it's not clear. Prince Adam is a, a pussy, for sure. That's a good point. Then he has the magic powers, because he has the power, by the power of Grayskull he has the power. Yeah. And then when he uses the power, then he's like a, a manly dude with a haircut. But uh, Don Don Diego was he was pretending. He was he was pretending being sly, like oh, I could never get in a sword fight. What are you talking about? Swords right. are scary. Uh, to the point where it was always laughable the idea that he might get in a sword fight. <laughs> That's right. Everyone would be like, "What, Don Diego? You're right." <laughs> that little the dude pussy. was so good with a sword he could spell. I know. And that's how you knew when the fake Zoro showed up, because he cut Sergeant Mendoza when he gave, right. his, gave him the Z. And Sergeant Mendoza yeah. was and like, there what? there was a Zoro imposter. He's like, what? Zoro never cut me before? And at home, you're like, oh, this is bad news. Somebody's got to get rid of that Zoro. Zoro's <sighs> going to kill the Alcalde. He killed the Alcalde, dog. He killed a guy. <laughs> Zoro killed a man. Because <laughs> he got unmasked. Spoiler alert, everybody. If you unmask Zoro, he'll actually kill you. The rest of the time, he's just fucking around. He'll just humiliate you over and over again. But if you unmask him, you're dead. Anyway, Sorry. if uh, if Disney Channel Zorro ever comes to uh, Netflix, I'm I'm concerned that if I watched it, I would be very disappointed. Also, Disney's Return to Treasure Island. Oh, yeah, I don't think I could watch that. It that... does have Brian Blessed, but... Now that I've seen the definitive version on Stars, I don't think I could go back. What? That sensitive black sales show. Black sales. That is half. That is half in that universe and half in the real life universe. That doesn't make any sense. It likes to incorporate real life pirates and then fake fantasy pirates. Oh, does Long John Silver show up? Long John Silver is like the one of the main characters. Who plays Long John Silver? Some weird looking dude. Why not Brian Blessed? No, 
Well, because because it's when they're all hot teenagers. I told you this already. Oh, I explained the pitch for this show. God, what Long if John we Silver did... is a hot teenager? Does he still have both legs? In the beginning, what if we did? Oh, Treasure sorry, did Island? we get to see how he loses his leg? Of course, it's an origin story. The whole God. thing. God, what if we did Treasure Island, but they're all jacked? fucking oily teenagers <laughs> and they don't wear shirts and the chicks the chicks are just fucking like crazy we're talking bush we're talking butt cracks just all over the place <laughs> this is gonna be a fucking amazing show and then they spent like nine million dollars per episode on it and chose uh, just a cast full of the worst actors you could ever cast oh and uh you just sit there and you go wow they spent so much money on this terrible idea um, Stars is done though, right? They're done trying to be a real network. Well, I, I mean, feel they, like they do that fuckbook show, and I think that's where oh, they're, they're still doing fuckbook. I think that's where all their marketing goes because I think that's the uh, only thing they ever advertise for is the fuckbook show. By the way, if you ever watch it, I know you tried to watch one episode, or you turned on one episode or something. You have to. Watch I was it. just I was scanning, which is how you know I'm old. If you, <laughs> I know I do that sometimes still too. Um, if you. Uh, if you watch it with somebody else, that's the only way to do it, because then you can get some real good, some some good mockery going. But if, if you hey, watch but it would have to yourself, be you. I mean, I well, I watch it with Marshawn and I enjoy having a show mocked. Oh yeah, okay, yeah. I mean, this is why I don't get invited to horror movies anymore. <laughs> well, those are hard. Specifically, your why? <laughs> what did I do? We were making fun of that horror movie. Which one was it? Mama. That was not a great film. Why did they keep... Okay, that's fine. I'm not going to get into Mama. I'm not going to do it. (laughs) Let's not get into it. I did see Get Out. That wasn't bad. Yeah, Get Out was fine. Because it was my buddy, my best friend. Jordan... Jordo. Jordo. Jordo, we can call him. (laughs) The guy that I wish was playing every character in every film. Every time I see somebody, I go, I wish Jordan Peele was playing that guy. Matt, the mailbag's closed. No, what? Yeah, we had three. We had three questions. Mailbag canceled, and one of them was from forty minutes ago. That's right. Mm. That's all right. I think we covered some pretty good ground. I think so too. Yeah, awesome. Uh, what have you been doing last week? Um. Well, you know, uh, working as usual. I've been watching a lot of Running Man. Yeah. What's the haps? The haps with K-Paps? The haps with K-Paps. It's, uh, yeah, we've both been absolutely crushing Running Man, which, again, means nothing, because they've made, like, 380 of them. Yep. And they're all an hour and a half, so it's just, like, you'll never catch up. It can't be done. Yeah, I have not yet watched 30 of them. And you've been watching them aggressively. I have. I've been staying up way too late watching Running Man. I told you last night I had a Running Man dream. Yep. And that's... That's a sign, I think. I think I'm going to have to slow down a little bit. No, I've been in that same mode the last couple of days to stop myself from watching Running Man late in the night. At some point, I've just walked away from my laptop and uh, come back to my desktop and started building digital Legos instead. (laughs) Something else to waste the time. That's right. (laughs) But I don't have... That's not Running Man. It's true. It is just so... I don't know. I find it very addictive. I, um... Despite the fact that all the character, all the characters, all the cast are s- sleazy and terrible, I enjoy all of them. Did they start out that way, or did the show make them sleazy and terrible? I think, I think the show has definitely encouraged it because, like I've said a million times, the way to win this show is to cheat. It's just yeah. cheat as hard as you can possibly cheat, and that's how you win. The way to win nothing. 
Yes, yeah, it all starts over immediately. It's purely for pride. <laughs> yeah, there's no there's no scorecard tracking who's won the most. There's no, I mean, there usually aren't prizes. There are occasionally small prizes. Yeah, but even then the prize is beef patties or something. It's not... No, it is all about just taking home the W and and really sticking it to the other members of the cast. And, um, man, some of the things they do on the show are buck wild. I sent you. Uh, I sent you a screenshot of uh, one of the characters. I think trying to murder one of the other ones. She was yeah. It was carried, distressing. Carried on his back and just was repeatedly punching him in the head and jabbing lipstick into his mouth and bite. She bit his ear at one point. It I'm was, looking forward to watching that one. That one seems like it's going to be fun. It was aggressive, uh, and it's the kind of show where. And again, we've talked about it recently, where because the the Korean entertainment industry is so different from the American. These K-pop idols and actors and whatever will go on the show and get kicked and punched and paddled yep, and have to pay for dinner and just like whatever. They, they're just in. They'll have to go to a restaurant and then spin a roulette wheel to see whether or not they get to eat or <laughs> they just have to watch everyone else eat. Right. And because they have no power, they just, the, the, the agency told them to go there, so they went there and <clears throat> because someone at some point in the episode might mention that they have a new single. That's right. Maybe they'll let them dance to it or something. Maybe they'll let them dance to it for 25 seconds. And then it'll be an hour and a half of abuse. Well, an hour and yeah. a half for us. Those things, I think they take like all day to film those. Uh, they appear to take all day. Uh, I think they're, they are heavily edited for the best material. Yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, so you've been watching a ton of those, and I, I don't blame you. I, I'm the one who said, hey, this is the one you should watch, but now that I know you're watching it, I'm watching it five times as often as I used to. Yep. I'm, yeah, I'm it's out. self-reinforcing, uh, because I can just send you a picture of uh, HaHa with the caption, this game is sexual. And, <laughs> uh, I mean, he had a point. That I game was that a little one. sexual. Yeah. I like HaHa. I like HaHa, too. I saw one where he won. He won. I never like when he has little dreads. No, I don't like his mustache. No, it doesn't work when Song Min does that either on the other show when he like, yeah. tries to urban his hair up. And you're right. like, don't don't do that. Um, I saw one the other day where Haha ha won won the challenge so well that he lost it. He <laughs> they had to like capture these uh, these two actors and whoever captured one of the actors would get lucky that like the the one that nobody, they didn't know which one was the good one, but if you capture the right one, you'd win however many won. And if you capture the other one, you'd get nothing or whatever. And he did so well that he captured both of them. <laughs> so they, then they made him pick which actor he wanted to take. And of course he picked the wrong one. So yeah, he's not one of the cack handed ones. <laughs> no. Well, you know, what do they say? Cack hands going to cack. What is what is it? Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> cack hands going to get cack, man. Um, uh, yes, I, I love them. The, first of all, the, these, uh, these variety entertainers are either very superstitious or they know that it's funny to pretend to be superstitious. <laughs> yep. And they really believe in luck. Like if they're going to spin a roulette wheel, they'll always take two or three practice spins. <laughs> That's right. Trying to get out the bad luck or whatever. Yep. They're going to, they'll practice roll dice before they roll them for real. Yep, or if they have a choice, they'll let somebody else roll them for sure. They'll go, no, uh, Geo always has good luck. G you do it. 
You yep. do it, blank and, G. And because they're 380 episodes in with mostly the same cast members, they all know which ones are lucky and which ones are unlucky. Yep. And there's even a hierarchy of which ones are the unluckiest. That's right, exactly, yeah. No, um, the granularity of, of everything uh, after 380 episodes, I mean, it's very clear the order uh, of anything that you could possibly imagine among this seven, six or seven person cast or whatever. Yep. But, uh, yeah, so, yeah, a shit, shit ton of that has been going on. Well, they had to stop filming the episode they were making this week because the guest's boyfriend was killed in a car accident. A lot of car accidents in Korea. I get the feeling that, like a lot of countries, the traffic laws are kind of suggestions. Mm. And people just sort of do whatever they want. I mean, case in point, when Marjan and I were in Jeju... We uh, drove for an extended period of time on a highway that was closed. <laughs> Nobody seemed to care, really. We just we got so. In the... what sense was it closed? Well, we kind of got lost, and we were like, "Wait, where, do we get off here? What is this?" And we drove right past some cones and onto the stretch of highway that was completely deserted. And there, there were a bunch of cones behind us, and we were like, "Oh, I think this is like, I think we're not supposed to be here." And then there were a bunch of construction signs about how this place was closed, but we just drove on it for a while like 10 minutes or something, and then we got to the end and there were more cones, and then it was open after that and there was traffic on it, and we just kept driving and no one seemed to care at all. <laughs> we drove on that very close section of highway. Well, that sounds like a fun little adventure. Yeah. And not at all panic-inducing. No, I was, I'm sure I was extremely stressed, and Marjan was probably like, eh, it'll be fine. <clears throat> but, um... Yeah, there are a ton of car accidents there. And this dude, uh... He was one of the cast members of, uh... To, Two days, one night, one night, two days, two days. I always forget what it is. I've seen it both ways, actually. Um, which is a another pretty. It's like a decent, a decent variety show, and I'd seen it a few times, so I was familiar with the dude. Um, but I guess he had a heart attack while he was driving around out there, and because the Korean news is so crazy, they just straight released video of the accident. Yeah, <laughs> and the dude just he kind of stops suddenly steps on it, clips a car next to him, and then drives right off the side of the road and into, I think, some stairs on a fountain or something. And uh, just beefed it big time. Yep. And yeah, his uh, his girlfriend was in the middle of filming an episode of Running Man. So, so bummer for that guy. <clears throat> but, um, so it's November now. Uh, it, it is, is November. Today is the 1st of November. It is official, and uh, it's going to be an insane K-Paps month. Yeah, you were giving me some of the highlights. Dude, What's coming up in November, K-Paps-wise? Okay. Right, I'm going to go reverse order from what I told you before, because I have it all up here. Um, Alright, you got Mina from Girls' Day. She's coming back with a solo thing. That's in a couple of days. Uh, there's going to be fucking um, Lovelies. That's sort of like a C-tier girl group. They're coming back. Uh, f- fucking... T- twice. Twice just came back yesterday. So they're going to be on all the music shows. I know. Just cleaning up, winning trophies. Just every like every single day. Because they get trophies. If I'm they, sorry, what? So there's like four music shows every week. Maybe five. Uh, and there's like a big fan voting for who's who gets to win that week or whatever for each of these shows. 
and they all perform on all the shows. So Twice will perform this five times this week and five times next week and maybe five times the week after that if they want to keep the promotion going. Um, and anyway, so there's like voting, and then if you win the vote, you like you got you took home the trophy. You were the whatever uh, K whatever M M countdown winner or music bank winner or what whichever show it is, and you get you get a trophy. So that's cool. Um, so Twice just came back. They're off, they're the biggest girl group these days. Uh, their song was extremely borrowed. Yeah, from a they, Pristin uh, song. They ripped it off from my beloved Pristin. <laughs> That's right. And as a high, you were very upset about that. I was angry enough to kill, I told you. I know. <laughs> I didn't know who to kill. Uh, one of their producers, I assume. They probably had nothing to do with it. Yeah, no, they have no... There's no creative input from these people. Um, Even if they had creative ideas, they probably have no power to execute them. Right. Uh, yeah, I felt like I needed to tell you when I when I watched the, uh, the new Twice video and I went, um... Did they just say that they likey do 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 do? Because I'm, I'm pretty sure that's almost exactly what Pristin said in their song that came out a month and a half ago. Or well, whatever. they say they likey likey, they likey likey likey, <laughs> they likey likey likey. Do 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 do. I just why is that a song? Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, XID's coming back. That's a that's that's a. Close to top tier girl group, uh, Gugudan is coming back. You might recognize uh, Sejong from IOI. She's in that group. Oh, she's in Gugudan. Uh huh. Gugudan. I don't know what you said. Gugudan. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they're coming back. Red Velvet's coming back. For all the. How's uh, it going to be a red or a velvet? Oh boy! Uh, last one that came out was a velvet. It'll be a red. Oh, good. I like the reds better. Yeah, they did a red, and then they quickly did a velvet, and so it's red time again. God, they've had like six comebacks this year. It's nuts. Matt, what's a red? Uh, a red is... Alright, so they're called Red Velvet, and they decided right from the beginning that they were going to go concept on this motherfucker, and so they were going to alternate their singles. Ha- half their singles would be red singles, which are like dancey, poppy uh, numbers, and then half of them would be velvet Velvet releases, which would be kind of slower R&B ballad type songs. And they have held to that pattern, releasing one of each, like, every comeback cycle. For the two years that they've been in existence? Uh, it's actually more than three now. They're, wow. They're tenured. They're they seniors. were pretty new when you went to Korea, right? Yeah, they had. when I went in 2014, literally they'd been out for, like, a few weeks with Happiness. Right. And so it was still, like, playing everywhere when I was there. Um so yeah, it should be a red release, and so all the rev loves are going to be uh, out in force. Like Marjan, she's a rev love. So they don't have. Uh, oh, I love that you've assigned everybody in your life a group. Uh, I just, she she claims that this is a red velvet household. But uh but you're a once. I am currently a once. So I've been so what? sort of unhappy with the last few red velvet releases. Wow. Yeah, but I know how you feel about the latest twice. I know, I know. So. Everyone's letting me down. We'll have to Maybe see. you got to come on over to Priston. Look, if Twice is just going to bite him anyway. I I don't I haven't really alted anybody since Secret, you know? But um, they haven't released a single in 3 years, so I Secret was a band that was for the men's, right? The Secret was de- they definitely turned into a group that was for the men's. They okay. went through their their cute stage first, but that yeah, then it was for the men's. <sighs> so anyway, we'll see if um if there's anybody that can impress me. Does anybody want my fandom? That's what I'm saying. Well, we'll see how this new Red song is. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, November's going to be crazy. It's just going to be loaded with 
uh, K-pop comebacks. Well, we'll give thanks, and I know that you're going to keep me updated on all of these comebacks. Oh, for sure. I, I'm not. Look, I did. And I not... later at night, in shame, I will watch the videos that break down who gets the most lines. <laughs> well, those are just and good videos. In even more shame, I will read the comments of all of the fans <laughs> of that group complaining that a particular person didn't get enough lines, even though they're supposed to be the lead singer. That's right. It's no, like, sorry, the main vocalist. It's like they have forgotten that four members of each group have been tagged with the label main vocalist. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, look, those videos are really entertaining. The ones that break down how many lines each person got. I watch those. Those are good. Because I, I can't tell. The, all their voices have been so robotized. And yeah, they don't sound like humans. And then they're, they're all singing distinct. the same register. Like, yes. It doesn't seem like any of these groups have someone who sings like... This no. is the deep-voiced singer. No, there ain't no boys to men out there. It ain't like, oh, okay, I get what's going on. We're doing some real good four-part harmonies or whatever. Like, mix it up Temptation style. Yeah. Give me someone who's got a deep voice in there and someone who's got an unusually high voice so I can tell them apart. Give me the gravelly middle and let's do this thing. Yeah, no, because it's not about no. the music. No, they do it Bananarama style where the <laughs> harmony is everybody just sings in unison. That's right. That's a good way to describe it. That's absolutely the way Bananarama did it, and the way that these K-pop groups do it. Yeah, they're really... Um, well, that is technically harmony, but it's the absolutely the least interesting kind. Yeah, they like I said, this is a visual art, and that's why the music isn't good. And so they don't <laughs> care. They, don't, they are not interested in giving us a good musical experience. They are interested in the, the, uh, the dancing ladies, and a lot of color, and... Um, and, and flash, flashy stuff. Yes, I discovered it too in the morning that both of those Pristin videos have alternate versions of the videos that are the dance versions. Yeah, a lot of people release those. Yeah, where they they don't they don't show the story elements. Like, there's no part where each of the girls in Pristin is a different kind of weird witch archetype because mm -hmm, or... they're casting a spell. Instead, during that part, they're just dancing. Right. Yeah. Well, people do like the choreographies. They yeah. like they like that stuff. Like, well, and they all do them. Like, on the variety shows, all of the people know the choreographies of the big groups. Yeah, uh, uh, Weekly Idol will often pick whatever the hot the hot act is and make every guest to do that dance. Right now, it's a, it's a song by uh, uh, Soon-Mi, who was a member of Wonder Girls before they disbanded. Um, and she has a song out called Gashina that, uh, uh, they make everybody do her dance when they go on the show. So that's the hot now, one. Now, do you think they picked that because of the dance or just because the song is popular? Just, I think just... I know that those two are tied together, but... Uh, it's the popularity, I think. And then because it was popular, everyone knows the dance. So they, right. they make everybody do it. They used to do it with one of hers, too. They used to do it with a, a song that she had called 24 Hour that came out, like, uh... Four years ago or something. So for like a year, whenever anybody would go on Weekly Idol, they'd have to do that dance. So maybe they like her a lot. <clears throat> I don't know. But yeah, they always make them do ev everybody's choreography. So. so that's the haps. With the paps. The haps with kapaps. Yep. And uh, again, it's going to be a crazy November. I'm so glad we're here. It was a long, it was a long slog to November. That's right. <laughs> I know, our long national nightmare is over. That's right, because four of uh, Korea's top 80 girl bands are having comebacks this month. <laughs> That's right. All I gotta do, look, all we're waiting on is Blackpink. Like, if they can announce they're making a comeback in November, this is good, this shit will just be ludicrous. 
Uh, yeah, could it be? I, I'm, I, it's certainly possible they didn't. Their last one was like two months ago. That's a an insane amount of time for these groups. They don't need don't rest know. or food. Priston's last one was in August. Wow, was it really that long ago? Yeah. Oh, then they should be back too. They should be back soon. Yeah. And why not? All right. Well, I'll just keep... because Kyla is at a fat camp somewhere. <laughs> the netizens chased her out of the country. Guys, the netizens. That's what trolls are called there. I mean, that's what they call everyone who's a commenter on the internet, but that's, that, they're all trolls. Uh, they have so much power in Korea. They decided to do the internet much harder than us, and so the netizens really just control the whole place. And they uh, they did not like how fat, quotes, <laughs> this 15-year-old girl was in Princeton, and they taunted her so much that the band sent her to America for a while. And I suspect it'll be forever, but at least for a while. Matt, I saw YouTube comments that suggested that one of them was the fat one, and then I watched both videos several times, and I'm, I was not sure. It really was not. I, I had a lot of trouble. When I sent you that dossier and I saw who it was, I went, oh, um. I guess. I mean, I don't know. Maybe. I can't tell. <laughs> I can't tell if she's the chubby one. They got uh, different standards there. Yeah, they do. And again, if you're the chubby one, you just have to own it. You have to go on all the shows, and they go, you're the chubby one! And, and then you go, you go yeah. yeah. That's me. I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty fat. Boy, I got lo- I got loads of squishy fat. <laughs> and you just got to go, yeah. That's me. And then it's not a surprise that all of those end up going on crazy crash diets and Wayne. Yeah, there was there was one girl on Men on a Mission who she said that all of her all of the fans knew when they were going to have a comeback because uh, of her weight yo-yos. And yes. they showed a picture of heavy her and light her, and it was a little scary. Yeah. No, they are straight not allowed to eat for a while before a, a comeback. And, um, again, it's because they ain't got no power. Try telling some American pop star that she's not allowed to eat. Yeah, it's not going to go over well. No. <clears throat> and then try telling her she's got to go play a beach game where one of the cast members of this variety show is going to kick her over and over again in the shoulder and head. Yep. <laughs> Exactly. Goes. Yeah, try telling Taylor Swift. Yeah. Try try telling Taylor Swift that she's going to go somewhere and people are going to hit her on the head hard with a toy hammer. <laughs> You're going to have to film this all day. It's going to be terrible. They're going to mock you a lot. And yeah, you're probably going to get physically abused. Hey, a mean man is going to break a gourd over your head. <laughs> and then they'll penalize you if the gourd doesn't break. Yep. So, be prepared for that as well. Yeah. That yeah, that won't happen here. Um. Yeah, so watch out for those netizens. Don't uh, don't let them turn on you, because it'll be it. Yeah, I didn't I didn't jump into the YouTube comments on that Twice song and say I liked it better when it was by Priston. Oh boy, you don't you don't want to do that. I didn't want to get into it. Yeah, do not. <laughs> I don't want a SWAT team showing up at my house. <laughs> yeah, do not unleash the anger of the onces. They are uh, a national movement over there. They've, uh, you know, twice as taken over from Girls' Generation as the nation's little sisters, so... Well, especially now that three of them are out. Yeah. Who even knows if they're ever going to come back? They're never going to get it back. Yeah. <clears throat> as the nation's little sisters. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, you saw how excited everyone was when they were on Running Man. That's a big get. They were just like, oh, shit, look who is here. 
Yeah, they were real. They were real excited about that. They were definitely more excited than they were when Blackpink was on. Yes. I mean, they did mention over and over again that Blackpink was so chic. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That was not not quite the same level of enthusiasm. Uh Let's, we can do a sports a sports update too. We can do one. Yeah, of those. we should. It's um it's game seven of the World Series is happening right now. Yes, and currently Houston is up five nothing in game seven. So there. Are... Yeah, there's a lot of innings left to play, but that's a big lead. Yeah. So <clears throat> I'm already sick of hearing how much Houston needs this win. You know, the city of Houston. <laughs> yes, this is going to change everything for Houston. This is going to undo that flood for sure. This, from now on, it's going to be smooth sailing too. They'll never flood again. I think. But, and um, if they do, they can all swim to this World Series trophy, and it will keep them afloat. But yeah, I mean, good for them. Like, It's hard for me as an Ace fan to care what's happening in baseball. You know? Cause it's yeah, I don't want the Dodgers to win. They beat the A's in 88. You know, and people, I actually say that to people, and they, I think they probably think I'm nuts, but it's just that I've had to see that Dennis Eckersley, Kirk Gibson highlight 75,000 times. Yeah, no kidding. It's the only baseball footage you ever see on TV. And just so. They make it seem like that was game seven or something. That was game one. Yep. Like, yes. The yeah, A's, no, they still had to lose the rest of those games. Yeah, yes, they fell apart after that. But, you know, that wasn't it. Yeah, but I mean that happens all the time, right? You know, ball goes through someone's legs, and everyone forgets that there was another game after that. Yep. Not only that, there were extra innings in that game. Oh no, that word there was the extra innings. They'd already allowed like eight hits in a row before that. Right. Exactly. That's what had happened. Yes, and then there was an entire another game where the Red Sox also led late and then didn't win. So, yeah, but um, so Houston's never won the World Series. So I guess I'm rooting for them over the hated Dodgers. But it, they're also division rivals of the A's, Houston. So it's not like it's... Oh, okay, but only very recently. Yeah. It's just, when they joined the division, they were the worst team in the league and were losing like 110 games a year. So to see them in the World Series while the A's continue to suck yes. eggs is painful for you? I'm not enjoying it. Yeah. I was kind of rooting for something harmless like a Twins Nationals World Series, you know? Yeah, it's very hard to care about that. Something that would not make me feel any feels at all. <laughs> That's what I was hoping for, but I didn't get it. Um, so yeah, the baseball's happening. The NFL is still happening. It continues apace. It was uh, actually they had the trade deadline, which usually in the NFL doesn't mean anything. Yeah, there is no big rush to complete trades. Most everyone is either comfortable with their roster or just go, ah, eh, we're not going to be able to get anything done. Fuck it. It's only really a big deal in in baseball, right? Yeah, basketball sometimes. I'd say basketball's second. There are sometimes blockbuster deals in basketball, but baseball's the big one where everyone is waiting for that August thirty first. I mean, July thirty first deadline, and then the August thirty first is the next deadline, because um, they know that there's going to be a ton of moves made. But this this week there was actually a lot of moves in the NFL trade deadline. Um, Panthers traded away their top receiver to the Bills, even though they're still very much in playoff position. So I'm guessing they think they can duplicate what he brings with some other people on the roster. Because I don't know why you would trade Kelvin Benjamin, who's a giant target, if you're you're in the playoff hunt, unless you just thought, we're just going to duplicate it. We have Devin Funchess and some other dudes, and we're just going to go at it. I don't know. 
I mean, that's probably what it is, but I always like to imagine when there's a trade that I don't understand that there's a new money ball just around the corner <laughs> that someone's trying out, you know, like, this is it, this is my new shit, I got an algorithm. Somebody thinks they found a market inefficiency? Yep, exactly. Yeah. Well, until you actually read the Moneyball book or see the movie, and you realize that that's not what Billy Bean was doing at all. All of his trades were predicated on personal grudges. <laughs> and that's how he ran the team. Hey, Art Howe doesn't want to play the guy who I want him to play, so I'm going to trade everybody else so he has to play him. Like that kind of yeah. thing. And yeah, that does suck. And you're like, oh, so it wasn't based on market inefficiencies, even a little bit. It was the, actually the oldest school strategy. Which is, I hate everyone I work with, and I'm going to fuck them over. And that's how I'm running the organization. And that's how he's run it the whole time since. That's why he traded Josh Donaldson, who was under team control for three more years, was the best player in the American League, and was on his $500,000 a year contract. Traded him for some prospects. Because he badmouthed Billy Bean to a reporter. okay well i'll never get over that i mean it's you can't, okay you can't trade somebody who's the best player in the league who's making no money and is under team control for three more years you you, you can't trade that person you can't do I, it. it listen it's it's okay no you can't do that it's fine the a's won't win again until billy bean is gone i know i, I just i don't know when that'll be unfortunately he believes his shit now well that's what happens when brad pitt plays you when, yeah. when when Brad Pitt plays you in a movie about you and about your brilliance. You start to think you're pretty cool. <laughs> if you didn't already, you're like, yeah, I was pretty cool, I guess. <laughs> That's true. I remember when I was cool. Oh, <laughs> uh, boy. You made you made me think of that. Don't. Why did you make me think of Josh Donaldson? He won the uh, MVP listen, like the next year. All right. That's fine. Listen, that is what happened to me. That's what happens when there's a trade and no one understands the reason for the trade. Oh, right, I just right. assume we're moneyballing again. Yeah. So maybe that's it. So that was a big trade. Um, the Patriots have what everyone assumes is a really good backup quarterback behind Tom Brady named Jimmy Garoppolo. And uh, I, I say assumed because that's one of those things that you can never really tell. Yep. Everyone's on, you never know. Um, sometimes there's an Aaron Rodgers, right? Like, yeah. Just sitting back there waiting in the wings, just biding his time, and but and you know, uh, or uh, Steve Young, right? Mm-hmm. He was pretty good, but a lot of the time they get up there after years of sitting behind the starter, and they're like, "Oh, we got to find another quarterback." <laughs> it turns out this guy sucks. I wish we'd known that for years. Yeah, so he has like sixty snaps or something in the NFL, and he's did he did pretty good with them, but it's just not a good sample size. Yeah, that's not a lot of snaps, especially when you consider that if you only have 60, you probably got them under pretty specialized conditions. Yeah, you came in to mop up, or someone got hurt for a quarter or something. Like, he did not start some games and play. Oh, Tom Brady was suspended. That's what it was. Tom oh, okay. Brady was well, at least, at least in that scenario, you you're, you might be playing significant part of a game. Yes, and then he got hurt. So he didn't even play all the games Tom Brady was suspended ah. for. This was la- beginning of last season. And Tom Brady was supposed to miss four games, and I think he started the first two but got hurt in the second one. And then it was uh, Jacoby Brissett or whoever played the other games. So anyway, this dude is supposed to be really good. Like Matt Flynn, remember the Packers backup to Aaron Rodgers, was supposed to be really good because he played one game against the Lions when Aaron Rodgers got hurt and lit him up. Like that was some big fucking accomplishment. 
Yes. He threw six touchdowns against the Lions, and everyone was like, six touchdowns? He's better than Aaron Rodgers! And then he got a starting job and was the worst quarterback in the league. Yeah, um, everybody shouted the six touchdown parts and whispered the against the Lions parts. <laughs> that's right. So this guy's supposed to be good like that, and the 49ers uh, are just so inept on offense that they traded away some draft picks to get him. So that's, he's going to have to figure out their playbook and play his way into the rotation. But um, they're winless. The 49ers are 0-8, so I don't know. I don't even know why they even bothered. Like, who cares? <laughs> just get the number one pick. There's always a pressure on a losing team to do something, to make a move, right? Yeah. And, and if you don't, then you're the one who's going to get fired? Like Yes. Oh, no, yes, that's correct. So in reality, it makes no difference. They're not making the playoffs. They should just try to get the number one pick. But it is true. Somebody, probably Jonathan Lynch, uh, who is new as GM, is trying to justify his position. Right. And be like, look what I did. I brought us another mediocre quarterback. And now it's we have rarely four a good, of them. It's rarely a good move, right? But yeah. there's there's like some attitude like, well, you have to do something. Yes. No move that is meant to justify your position ends up being a good move, I think. I, I, listen, I have always... What is my number one promise if they make me manager of the Oakland <laughs> that, days? That you won't do it? You won't do anything, I mean? That I will not do anything. I'm yep. going to start the same lineup every night. That's right. Let them get used uh, to it. I'm not going to fuck around. If there's a left-handed pitcher, so what? That's right. <laughs> This guy can hit, right? He's a major leaguer. Let's just let him right. hit. Yep, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna do bullshit. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna be the laziest manager, and the A's will probably get ten more wins because of it. I agree entirely. <laughs> yeah. I'm not promising the world. I'm just saying I think there are ten wins that can be eked out of an average A's season by not making these dumb moves. Well, since this is turning out to be my terrible nightmare A's po- podcast, that totally reminds me of the time in the playoffs against the Yankees when Art Howe decided to intentionally walk Paul O'Neill, who was one for his last 38, to Uh pitch to a scorching hot uh, Glen Allen Hill because of a righty-lefty split. Yep, gotta get that. And Glen Allen Hill put it about 485 feet uh, (laughs) just out of the entire ballpark. And I was just sitting there as a fucking 15-year-old or whatever at home going, what the... what the fuck is happening? This is this is such old news that it is a joke in The Simpsons. <laughs> That's right, exactly. <laughs> but, but I have five home runs today, coach. Yes, and good job. <laughs> Whatever he tells yeah, well done. And then he pats him on the butt and tells him to hit the showers. Yep. Uh, you're left-handed and so is the pitcher. <laughs> <laughs> God. Yeah, so yes, he would be a much better manager than the A's have usually had. Well, of course you mentioned Art Howe. It was definitely during Art Howe's reign that I developed this proposal. Yeah. He, um, I don't know if he didn't understand what was happening. Like, people were whispering in his ear that he had to, like, care about splits or something. But he didn't really know what what was going on. I don't, I never got the feeling he fully grasped what he was doing. I mean, that was a, that was a full-on stroke move. Yes, yes, Glenn Allen Hill was like 13 for his past 25 with six home runs or something. That was Art Howe pulling his pants down to get some dirt out of there. Yep, it wasn't charming, though. It wasn't charming like Steve Lyons. No. Well, because because he's the manager, he couldn't then immediately be embarrassed and be like, oh my god, did you see what I did? That's right. <laughs> I fucking pulled my pants down right here on the diamond. Did you see how far he hit that? That's on me. Whoops. Yeah, he couldn't do that. He had to stand up for his dumb decision. Oh, and I'm sure he did. I'm sure he was like, look, uh, that was absolutely the right move. I'd make it again. Like, oh, I know. You. I hate that. Fuck you, dude. Art fucking how <laughs> Played ably, though not accurately, by um, Philip Seymour Hoffman in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> so insulting to Art Howe. Everything about that movie was so insulting to Art Howe, which I don't mind because he was terrible. 
but Art Howe was like a big beefy athlete. Yep. And even even at the age he was yeah. when he was coaching the A's, he still looked pretty uh, good. He like, could have he could have cleaned Philip Seymour Hoffman's clock easily. Can you imagine how it well, wouldn't have been a contest at all. Can you imagine? They have a real life rivalry, him and Billy Bean, and the movie comes out, and Billy Bean is played by Brad Pitt, and he's played by Philip Seymour Hoffman. Our our house probably five inches taller than Philip Seymour oh, yeah. Hoffman at Easy. least. Yeah, and again... And was, he was not one of the fat managers. <laughs> no, he was still in pretty good shape. He, he still looked like... He, he still looked like uh, a weird Pete Rose situation could happen if the A's were losing badly enough. Yeah. Like he where just, he just put himself in. Put on his hard hat and get out there. All yeah. right, I'm playing right field. Yeah, I just... Uh, I, ca- I can't imagine... Even the casting decision must have been made on purpose to piss off Art Howe. Billy Bean must have insisted. Choose a real fat idiot. <laughs> Choose Get the Zach Galifianakis. Yeah, what? The... It's not a comedy? Eh, Philip Seymour Hoffman. He heard Jonah Hill was cast in the movie, and he's like, yes! All right. Thank God we got the right guy. They're it's like, a no, good no, choice no. for Art Howe. No, what do you mean it's not Art Howe? <laughs> Find someone fatter, damn it. <laughs> yeah, that was... Uh... Make him look like drugs have ruined his immune system. By the way, Philip Seymour Hoffman just so good that uh, you come out of that movie going, oh, poor Art Howe. Yeah, by the way, Philip Seymour Hoffman tr- is a very good actor, yeah. it, but it is insulting. It's very insulting. Uh, the A's have had lots of bad managers, though, to be fair. Oh, yeah, and they will. They will, yes, they will continue to. Yeah, the whole Listen, organization if you, is a disaster. If there was a if there was a news item that floated across the desk tomorrow and it was Fitz Hill to coach the A's, I'd be like, <laughs> yeah. Boy, I would be so down for that. Well, he would, guy in the he would of show a proper header. shame for their behavior. So, Mid- middle of a doubleheader after the first game, they've lost eleven to two. He's just vomiting <laughs> in the dugout. And you're like, oh, you still got another one, Fitz. There's another one coming. And uh, <coughs> you hate to see that. <laughs> oh man, yeah, no. The real problem, the real depression about the Oakland A's comes from the fact that there's no organizational plan, and so you know there's no light at the end of the tunnel. It's <laughs> just like you just look at everything in the minors and you go oh yeah no this isn't getting fixed well we're only uh we're only about 24 years from the last world series and only 300 people are going to watch that so um don't worry the a's are going to go away yeah i mean i do wonder when the london kings are going to come around though we're almost out of time for buck bakai to do his thing there's a buck bakai out there somewhere and he needs to get we need to make sure I mean, sure for history... real, he's got to be at least 16 now, right? We, like... need, we need to make sure history repeats, dude. We have to make... We have to set the timeline right. He he beat the... He, his record was in, what, 2026? Yeah. But he, it wasn't like his rookie year or anything. So you figure that's his 27... Oh, we, there's a baseball card exists. His age 27 year, right? I'll just look at the baseball card. I mean, if the writers did their homework, he'd be 27. Let's see. Yes, I mean Buck Bokai. Sorry I didn't spell it good. Shut up. <laughs> Internet is so sassy, dude. It's like... Oh, I know, Google. Come on. Did you mean this? Don't ask that as a question. You know what I meant. You know what? When you ask something like that, that's just a way of insulting me. Isn't that right? If someone, like, provides their criticism in the form of a question, that's just being a dick, right? Yeah, of course. Is this what you meant? Shut up. Oh, I can't find that baseball card. Where is it? Let me put that in. That's wild. I've seen it a million times, so I'll... I'll It's from Deep Space Nine, right? So it's probably such low resolution that it's unreadable. Oh, God. Here it is. 2019 looks like his rookie year. 
Yeah, this is right around the corner. For Crenshaw? Oh, boy. I don't know where that... Is that L.A.? What is this? After that, he plays for Gotham. Gotham. Now now we're just using fake names. Yeah. Then he plays for Tannis, and then Cebu. Okay, Cebu, that's real. Greatest heroes of the Planetary Baseball League. Oh, dude, we need to invent a whole league? We gotta go to another planet? I'm God, this is gonna be a problem. Oh, it's probably like a United Earth scenario, right? I hope so. But, I mean, it is a baseball with other baseballs orbiting it, so I'm kind of worried about that logo. Wait, is this from the year before he broke the... Yeah, this is like a baseball card from the year of. Okay. That's why it's worth so Born in uh, 98, according to this card. On Halloween, happy birthday, Buck Bokai! Oh my god, this is the what good timing! Wait, so how old is he? Do we do we know? He's 19 now. Oh, he turned boy. 19 yesterday. Happy 19th, Harmon Buck Jin Bokai. Is it Gin? Don't know. Jin? I don't know either. He's only 175 centimeters, which I guess that I've, I saw him in the show. That, that tracks. And 81 kilograms. Oh, that, that seems like a fat domino lying to Born in Marina Del Rey. Okay, all right. Yeah. This is an interesting... Okay. This is an interesting... Uh, <laughs> Wait, did he actually card. break it in 2025? Uh, well, he's been the solar system-wide batting champion for two years. Man, Because he said, oh, last nine. season he missed breaking Joe DiMaggio's consecutive game hitting streak by only two games. Dog, he had a 54 game and then he broke it the next year? Yeah, well, the dude can hit. Fuck me. Although, he only hit 390. That's pretty good. I mean, it's better I mean, than DiMaggio. Great, but did. in a year where he had a 54 game streak? DiMaggio only hit like 360 or something in the year mm. he had the 56 gamer. And by the way, he hit in 17 of his next 18 as well. Yeah. So he ended up hitting in yeah. 73 out of 74 games. Uh, Ted Williams that year hit 406. He didn't have no good hitting streak. I guess he was collecting them when he got Why are all the related images to this mugshots? Uh, that is a, a really good question. I saw that as well. This one's from Yonkers. Steve McQueen? Why is this mugshot on here? Wait a minute. Wait, look at the second. Look at the one immediately next to Buck. Charles Barkley? Charles Barkley. <laughs> nice. <laughs> hey, you can see there. He's 6'7". Well, these are like famous people's mugshots. Or 6'8". Depending on the picture. Doc, did they shrink him? You know, that's a good question. Did He's he... taller in the, from the front than from the side. They gave, I think they gave him a shrink ray while he or was what? in there. What happened there? <laughs> it's confusing to me. All right. Um, that's not how mug shots are supposed to work. Yeah, that hundred, that 81 kilograms, that sounds like a Fats Domino situation to me. Where he said that they called him the Fat Man because he weighed 200 pounds, and then you saw yeah. a picture of Fats Domino, and you asked if he was five foot one. because how else did he weigh 200 pounds? <laughs> I don't get it. By yeah, the way, he doesn't look like a 200-pounder. Not only was it Buck Buckeye's birthday, but also R.I.P. Fats Domino. Yeah, that is that is sad. But I kind of mourned him the first time during Katrina. When we so... were sure he was gone? Yeah. Cause how the well, that was what the news said. Thousands of people didn't make it out. How did Fats Domino make it out? Yeah. But he did. And finally passed. I mean, he lived another 12 years after that, so good for him. But, like, also he was not, I mean, he's old, but he wasn't that old. First he was walking, then he was walking her home and walking to New Orleans. And like you said, now. He's walking to heaven. He's walking to heaven. Just gonna enjoy that walk. A lot of his songs were about walking, and only a couple were about illiteracy. <laughs> Don't send me no letter, cause I can't read. 
He did seem very proud of that. He was not ashamed. No. <clears throat> he was a proud Christian illiterate. He also he also had some stuff about blue, right? Because he had he had Blue Monday and and Blueberry Hill, right? Those are that's two. And and my blue oh, heaven. My blue heaven. That's three. Yeah, the guy uh, loved themes. He did. Like Marvin Gaye. Well, like his theme on the ecology. <laughs> this is one of my favorite themes. It's like what? What do you mean? One of your? You mean this song that you wrote is one of your favorite themes? That is weird. What do you mean by that? Show me your cocaine. I know you have it on you. <laughs> Just show it to <laughs> he me. He had so vials I know. of it in his back pocket. That's why he slides face first. <laughs> That's right, like Rock Reigns. Rock. What a great nickname. Uh, every couple of years, I read the story of that uh, guy crawling through the vents with a cork bat. <laughs> you, can, you can never get enough of that because it's real. Had to had to replace it with someone else's bat because all of the bats were corked. <laughs> He's like, well, we had to replace Albert Bell's bat with uh, I don't know who he says David Segui or something. David Segui's yeah. bat, of course. Uh, we didn't realize that all of Albert's bats were corked, or we had to do it, of course, because all of Albert's bats were corked. <laughs> yep, like, but they got oh, there. And they're like, "Hey, this isn't even his bat. What is? This? What's going on?" <laughs> they didn't have any choice. They couldn't provide an Albert Bell bat. <laughs> a straight up caper. There Dude, was a straight up caper. They they got into the air ducts and snuck into the umpire's office. That yep. is some. That's a real thing that happened in a professional baseball game. They sent a relief pitcher yes. fucking through the ducts during a game because they knew that the bat would be dis- dismantled and examined afterwards. By and the way. They, also, they knew it was corked because all of his bats were corked. People, I think, are often talking about, like, um, beanball wars when they talk about how baseball players handle things in-house. They, hand- they, they handle their business by themselves. They straight up did a caper themselves. It wasn't even like a staffer for the team did it. They right, they didn't send the equipment pitcher. manager through the fucking ducts, right? They sent one of their 25-man roster into the ducts. Yep. In the middle of a game. Yep. Yeah, you should always read yeah, it. Read that, it every the coach, once in a while. The coach knew that that pitcher was unavailable. <laughs> yeah. He could not come in to pitch if they needed him because he was in the duct work. <laughs> I go back to that so often. We should always, everyone should always read that story as often as possible. Just to something, remind something us. always reminds me of the uh, pine tar incident, and then I always get off on altered bats after that. Yeah, it's good to know that miracles like that can happen, like long neck giraffes and all that stuff, dude. Oh yeah, pet cats and dogs for sure. Yeah, magnets. How do those work? You know, the, the whole, the whole run. <laughs> Astan's kids look just like Astan. <laughs> and my two kids look just like Astan. <laughs> it is a miracle. Long neck giraffes, dog. I know. I mean, they're kind of a miracle. I get it. Yeah. I get it. Listen, I'm completely down with the sentiment of that song, which is appreciate the fucking world around you. Yeah. We may not understand all of it, but it's it's glorious. I don't remember which card from the Joker's deck that song was on in the, you know, where it fits into the dark carnival. <laughs> yeah, that's right. But um, it's a real positive message I think everyone should embrace. I agree. And that's what everyone should think of when they're reading about Albert Bell. Just anything about Joey. Anytime you read about Joey, <laughs> that's what you should be thinking. Remember when people used to just chant Joey at him? Yeah. Baseball's so fuck. Baseball's retarded, dude. I mean, I Jason Yabby said it best. I don't know if when you've ever he heard said, that. I don't know. Baseball's retarded. <laughs> Breaking the rule of interviewing Oakland A's. They're not ready. They They're haven't had prepared. enough media exposure. They're not 
Ready. They don't even know the one trick, which is answer the question you prepared for. That's right. Don't answer anything they asked you. Just answer the thing you've been thinking about all day. Yeah, Coach, uh, what are you going to do about your offense out there? It looks like they're a little slow. Well, you know, you just got to tackle in space. Just got to tackle in space. You know, when they get out there, we're, we're missing a lot of tackles. Tackle in space. Yeah, Coach, but what about yeah, your Coach, offense? Coach, what about the offense? Yeah, but, you know, it's just about open field tackles. You know, that's all we're missing. <laughs> that's all we're missing out there. Okay, thanks, Coach. <laughs> that's it. Back to you. It's <laughs> I did. I again didn't get anything. Why do we even do this segment? Back to you guys. Uh, yet another waste of my time. At, at least, uh, at least an old man didn't try to kiss me. That's right. All in all, a victory today. <laughs> it is a thankless job and a completely unnecessary job. Well, I mean, you just like because if a coach is going to snap and just tell it like it is, it's going to be at the press conference after they lose. Yeah. When, he just gonna, when he's just screaming, they were who we thought they were. <laughs> if you want to crown the asses, then crown them! They are who we thought they were! R.I.P. Denny Green. <laughs> he was good times. Or, yeah, side, when a sideline reporter has literally never gotten anything good. Yeah, and I don't even mind having the reporters on the sideline, because sometimes they have injury updates and stuff. Yeah, but the, yes, exactly. But don't have them interview anybody. Yes, the interview segments where you cut to them on the sideline and we have to watch them awkwardly interview someone who doesn't want to answer any questions. It's, just, it's again, we're O for 10,000 more. Yep. We're O for a million. Just stop. Yeah, we're, we're O for enough that we should know to stop. Yeah. We get we get 55 whiffs at that every single week. Yeah, so knock it off. We don't need that. There's a reason they don't try to do it in other sports. Yeah, they do it in like, basketball, and there's exactly one coach who will engage and only to fuck with them, and it's Greg Popovich, and he will just clown on them the whole time and talk about how dumb their questions are, and that's the the best that you can hope for. Yep. Every other coach just says, uh, uh, well, you know, we're working on some uh, inbounds plays. Um, we were pretty happy with the way that went. <laughs> yeah, but uh, three-point shooting's really cold today, huh? Yeah, those inbounds plays though, we're gonna we're gonna work on those, and uh, I think it's gonna be a new wrinkle. It's gonna it's gonna go really well. And it's like, okay, awesome, that was good, good segment, everyone. I mean, really, um, those the silent reporters know that their careers are on the line with every interview, basically. <laughs> yeah, and so they can't sh- let the frustration show. And this is why I don't think I could be a sideline reporter. Oh hell no, no no no, I don't even want any part of that. Because I, I for sure at some point would be like, why don't you answer the fucking question I asked? Like, that's not what I asked. You, you would really break. You go, that's not what I asked. That's not what I asked. Answer the question. And you'd just be shoving the microphone in their face. I've, been, I've interviewed you 15 times this year. You've never once answered the question I asked. <laughs> why do you always pull this shit, coach? Yeah, they, they take the mic out of your hand like they took it out of that Monday Night Football guy's hand. You know the that guy. Was, I do. You didn't even want to watch that. It's so, it's, it hurts my stomach. I've forgotten his funny name, Sergio something, right? Yeah. Poor guy. He wasn't cut out. Somebody put him in that position. Yep. And he was not prepared. No. Uh, Just to finish up sports, uh, the first college football playoff rankings came out, which are just meaningless. Why do we need to have it eight weeks in a row? Why? Uh, we We certainly don't. We don't need the regular ones. We don't need the regular rankings. We don't need the playoff rankings. Just let us know when you've picked them. You know, it's like, oh, is it helpful to me to know that Georgia is number one and Alabama is number two? They're going to have to play each other. Right. So at that point, I'll know which team is better. Yeah. I mean, it's all going to it's there's going to be a lot of changes. I'm not that interested in your guess as to which team is better. Yeah. Uh, If they keep winning, they're going to play each other in the SEC championship and then that'll get decided. Does it matter to me? 
that Notre Dame is number three. When, uh, like, two years ago, there was a team that was number 16 in the first ranking that made the playoff. Like, it don't, it don't matter. Don't none of this matter. Let's just keep playing the football games. Right? Yeah, that's the part of this that I like. Yeah, I like the This is the part games. where they play the games. Yeah. Again, and I can watch them play it. Even, like, just some action, dude. I'll just watch some action, and I'll be like, these guys know they're on TV. And the trick plays come out, and you're like, oh, yeah. This is why you watch Directional Michigan versus Directional Michigan. Like, <laughs> every college game is good. They're all good. It's not true about the NFL. Not all NFL games are good. Some of them are slogs. They're depressing. You just sit there. There's an injury on 11 plays in a row, and you just go, ugh. Like, this isn't very fun, but every college game is so much fun. I don't care that they're slower. Doesn't matter to me. No, it just gives you more space in each play to appreciate what's happening. Yeah, it's like how tennis has evolved to be something totally unwatchable. Back when they had some wooden rackets and they were spindly little dudes who looked like they had never seen a weight room, you could get a lot of, like, volleys going and rallies, and you'd be like, oh, this is awesome. This is like a a 15 swing point or whatever. That was really cool. But these days, with their fucking crazy hybrid rackets, and they're all jacked, and they're like top athletes, and they're quick as hell, they can get like around the court in one step. There's there's no rallies. Everything's just hit point, hit point. <laughs> either you hit it out or you hit it in. That's the whole game. <laughs> and it's like they need to either make the court bigger, or they need to send them back to wooden rackets. Or I haven't watched a tennis in so long. I know. Oh, they're not going to make the court bigger. I know. So then they gotta they gotta deaden the rackets, dude. Yep, they gotta just like every every ten years, F one reduces the maximum yeah. engine displacement they because keep... people learn how to make better engines again. Yep. Uh, they, yeah, exactly. It's just not it's not fun to watch a like at least a men's tennis match is not fun. The women are they're still because the court's the same size for them. They're still not quite strong or fast enough to make it totally meaningless to watch it. But with the men, it's just is he going to hit it in? Because if he does, it's a point because no one can catch up to that. Or he'll hit it out, and that's it. Like, there's yeah. no there's no cool rallies. Anyway, that's what the NFL is like. Plus a lot of gruesome injuries. <laughs> okay, the NFL is like men's professional tennis with way more gruesome injuries. That's it. That's sports this week. <laughs> Good. We did. We it's did nice the haps. Summed up. We did the haps. We did a sports report. We got everything in. Everybody. We did a mailbag and all that. Next week is a Star Trek week. Yeah. If you wants to play along, uh, here are the episodes you should watch. You should watch The Devil in the Dark. Mm. That's a pretty good one. Spock mind melds with a rock. I That's can't pretty wait. cool. You should watch The Neutral Zone. Lots That's um another episode of the next generation. There's a Marco Lamo sighting. It's true, but it's not going to be fun. No, maybe not. He's not. He's not Gull Ducotting it up. No, not even like Gull Musetting it up. Or no, whatever. they don't even let him off the leash yet. No, he just sits in a chair. Anyway, uh, for Deep Space Nine, we're watching uh, the episode Melora. That episode sucks. Hey, to be fair, Tay is also in that episode, and his voice is off the chain. No, I'm into Tay. He's like song. He's like songmen rapping. That's what he's like. Mm. Okay, sorry. Uh, Voyager, we're watching Cold Fire. All right. It's about um, some kind of cold fire. Okay. Okay. Maybe maybe it'll be about a fun STD that gets passed around <laughs> in the crew. <laughs> That'd be so great. Maybe there'll be so much sex that I won't even be able to finish it. I don't think Star Trek's ever done an STDs episode. How's that possible? We saw that really obvious drugs episode. 
Yeah. They don't want to uh, tackle like the eights? Well, they didn't. Well, okay, so we, first of all, we know that they do, but and it's Enterprise that does it. Enterprise tackles AIDS? Yeah, but it's but it's mind-melding. Uh, thank you. Thank you. You reminded me. All right, I'm, I'm right there with you now. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Good. Um, I was going to say the game. What's that one? What's that a uh, metaphor for? Uh, drugs. Drugs again? Yeah, I think it's drugs again. Well, we'll see. When we get to it, maybe it's just a straight-up video game scare. I think it could be. Uh, and we're watching Shockwave Part 1. Oh, Part 1. Oh, it's a Part 1 of a two-parter. All right. I'm maybe gonna... a maybe even a season-ending cliffhanger. I haven't looked it up. We had, we didn't get notes from Ben last week, did we? Well, he asked about Sulu. Oh, no, we didn't get notes. Uh, we didn't get episode notes. Right. Um, you know, uh, Ben and I were uh, up in the mountains. Doing mountain the, stuff. The weekend before we did our last episode, so. Cut uh, down a tree. And you, we did. We did cut down a tree. You hunted a bear, but you didn't kill it because it's beautiful. You just stalked it. Yeah, no, we didn't. And you, right when you could have shot it, you just went bang with your mouth, like just gave a mouth bang. Oh, <laughs> you mouth banged a bear. Duck. No, duck, duck, you mouth banged a bear in the woods with Ben. <laughs> Uh, tweet us at Brother Day. <laughs> you Subscribe are a buttery to the podcast. biscuit for it's sure. It's on iTunes, BrotherDate.com, etc. Yeah. Uh, See you next week. I've been Judah. Bye bye. Bye. What? Zoro never cut me before. And at home, you're like, oh, this is bad news. Somebody's got to get rid of that Zoro. Zoro's <sighs> going to kill the Alcalde. He killed the Alcalde, dog. He killed a guy. <laughs> Zoro killed a man. <laughs> <laughs>